meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel. just a little funny clip that I found online uh, about just everything that's going on, the coronavirus, obviously. Um, so someone just, you know, you know how black people do. We always got to remake something. Um, that beat goes hard, though, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, but yeah, good evening. Um, welcome to Black Hippie Lounge. I'm your host, Chanel. And... Tonight, I want to talk about a little bit about coronavirus, but also just about um, black healthcare. Um, I know I said I wanted to, that was one of the topics that I wanted to discuss uh, on the podcast. So I want to talk a little bit about um, some research that I've done on black healthcare, specifically black men in healthcare. Um, it's there's a reason why I'm doing it. I want to tie it into next week's episode where I plan to have a guest, finally, who is going to be able to bring his expertise or his experience within healthcare as a black man. Um, also trying to set up an interview also with um, some black women in healthcare as well that I know. Um, so yeah, just going to keep it rolling. But um, first I want to say I hope that everyone is being safe um, due to this situation that's occurring right now um, all over the world with the coronavirus and you know I know like I said it's funny like listening to the jokes and stuff like that but like we still got to be serious too um, just because you never know who you're coming in contact with who may have the virus and they might not even know um so just being aware of your surroundings stay inside if you can if you have that luxury to do so definitely try to work from home and just utilize your time don't just you know it's easy to just kind of get lazy and stuff or just like you know veg out but still try to use this time to um whether it be work on a hobby a craft uh or try to start something you know create work on your business or something um something that's gonna fulfill you and keep you busy um I definitely suggest that if you can and so yeah we're just gonna get into it um first I want to talk about some facts on the coronavirus just to if you have if you're not sure what to look out for or what the symptoms are So according to the CDC, symptoms um, can take two to four, they can appear two to 14 days after exposure. So pretty much like it's saying, two days after you've been exposed to it, you might have symptoms. 14 days later, you could have um, symptoms that show up after exposure. So it's very important to, like I said, be aware of your surroundings. Don't go out if you don't have to. And if you do, just keep 
your distance from people. Um, even for myself today, like going to the store, people still want to brush up on you and try to get close to you. And it's just like, bag that, you know, like you don't know what's going on. You know, um, you got to keep your distance. You should be keeping your distance anyway, but especially in a times like this, it's just be cautious, take care of yourself and um and making sure you're washing your hands you're not touching things you're not putting your hands in your mouth or on your face you're not sharing things with people um just because like i said you really don't know um sometimes for the symptoms to show up they don't show up right away but some of the symptoms are fever a cough and shortness of breath so ways that you can protect yourself um, because there is no vaccine for this virus right now. Please, 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 please remember that. Um, so you have to be extra careful, extra cautious, uh, avoiding exposure, um, keeping a six foot distance amongst people, especially because this virus can be transmitted through droplet transmission. So if someone sneezes, coughs, that little bit of spit that comes out with that or you know the cough itself and the sneeze um those droplets can transfer the virus whether it be directly to you or on a surface and it can stay on the surface for uh quite some time so if someone sneezed on the desk and you didn't know you came sat down on the desk put your hands there and started you know touching it and then you know put your hand on your mouth or something like that, that's an easy way for it to be um, transmitted to you and transmitted amongst people. So just definitely, um, please, please, please wash your hands. Even though, like I said, I feel like I said this last episode, you shouldn't have to be told to wash your hands. But unfortunately, there are a lot of people in this world who do not wash their hands. Um, And definitely trying to stay with that just continue washing your hands you get to sing abc song or your happy birthday um making sure you're getting in between all your fingers cleaning your fingernails and just scrub 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 even if you have to be ashy like just make sure you carry a lotion with you you can have hand sanitizer as well Um, but hand sanitizer should not be substituting soap and water please use soap and water and uh avoid close contact stay home if you're sick and also if you're sick and you feel like all right this is not normal or even if you do you know just to be sure you could go to the doctor just get yourself checked out and just make sure that you are good and that you're not um potentially exposed to the coronavirus and also you know if you have if you can wear gloves and masks especially if you're at a job where you're exposed to touching money or touching people's their hands or anything like that definitely um make sure you're trying to wear your gloves and um just be cautious that's the main thing is just be cautious you'd rather be overly cautious and safe than just kind of brush it off like it's nothing and then potentially be one of the people who are uh affected by it and that would be very unfortunate even though most People who have been um, affected are older, excuse me, (laughs) Um, as I cough, Um, (laughs) just still making sure, you know, and also looking out for your grandparents or older family members that you know of, 
checking in with them. I know I checked in with my grandparents today, um, just making sure that they're good, even though my grandmother's like running around doing stuff and she's supposed to be in the house, but just making sure that they are getting to A and B. And, you know, if you can, if, um, I know there's a lot of worry about older people being exposed and going out to the grocery stores and stuff like that. And there, a lot of them are in situations where they don't have transportation or a way to get to the grocery store. So if you can try to help them, uh, even if it's just a couple of, you know, an hour or so out of your day, if you can just try to help them or take them to the grocery store. Uh, I know that a lot of stores are doing, um, exclusive time for older, um, residents within the, in the morning to go, to be able to shop on their own and not to have be exposed to everyone else. Um, so if you can, like I said, try to help them, um, as best as we can to just make sure that they're good because they are at high risk. Um, and also if you're, um, you know, if you're pregnant or if you have asthma like myself, or you have some, you know, if you're immunocompromised, you are at a risk as well. So just making sure that you are precautious, you know, um, if you have your hit inhaler and, or your medication that you need, just making sure you're on your, just be on your stuff, to be honest, like just be on it because you, like I said, you'd rather be over-prepared than under-prepared and potentially, uh, end up harming yourself even more than necessary um so yeah definitely coronavirus is just you know let's just do the best that we can to stay positive um and making sure you're up to date on any updates that occur um i work in public health so i'm able to get some if you have any questions you can definitely email me or send me a message on instagram or also i have a twitter page now um it's at black hippie lounge as well and the same for instagram it's at black hippie lounge b b l a c k h i p p i e l o u n g e and so yeah definitely hit me on there if you have any questions whether it be about the podcast or about the coronavirus i'm not an expert but i can tell you what i know um so yes um but let's get into the topic of tonight which is like i said i want to talk about healthcare, black people black and brown uh people in healthcare. but specifically tonight will be about black men black and brown men in healthcare. um so i feel like there's a significant amount of black men that are doctors now and um, working in healthcare, but there definitely could be way more. Um, it shouldn't be a shock or, you know, uh, feeling like, oh, I got a black doctor. Like that shouldn't be, uh, an ex- not exciting, but a, a thing that's not normal, I guess, or it's something that is surprising to you it should just be like you know it should be a standard you should definitely have the option to choose um a black doctor if you would like I know for myself when I choose my doctors I always choose someone who's black because I feel like that person's gonna get me the most they're they're more than likely have the same some similar experiences to me and they're able they know they they should know um my 
things about how black people are in healthcare as far as you know certain diseases that might affect us or um, certain precautionary things that we should do to prevent certain things from happening um, how we should be our diet how we uh, you know um, how we should be taking care of ourselves I feel like they it, it just it's easier that way for me personally not saying that it's a requirement for every black person but for me personally I prefer to have a black doctor um, and I know some people are the same and could be definitely depending on where you live I know when I lived in Atlanta that was a breeze to be able to find I had all black doctors for everything but here up in Boston it's not always that easy to do so especially to find a black male doctor um, <clears throat> so I think you know it's definitely something that can be discussed I know that there's there's been research on it and that you know they are trying to increase the a number of black men and women within healthcare, uh, starting with like acceptances within medical school, medical schools. Um, but there's still a, a long way to go um, to make sure that there is equality amongst um, physicians and making sure again not just black but black and brown like Spanish, uh, Latino. Um, just making sure that that all races are represented within healthcare, uh, because at the end of the day, you know, there shouldn't be any offense taken to that because you choose how you want to take care of yourself, and you should also be able to choose who you feel is um, the best choice in your healthcare as well. If you feel that you would get a better treatment from say for myself as a black woman I prefer to have a black gynecologist I um, remember experiencing a a very bad experience with um, a a white gynecologist um, early like within like puberty time you know Um, and I remember for a while it, it I don't know if it scarred me, but it definitely made me feel like, oh, you know, I was very nervous about choosing doctors and gynecology again. And I remember I had uh, a year later, I think I had a, that's when I moved, oh, I didn't move, but I had a black doctor and from a black gynecologist. And from then on, I always promised myself that I would make sure that I had a black gynecologist because uh, that experience with her was so great. I, she made me feel comfortable. I was able to tell her things without feeling judged or like something was wrong with me. It was just, it's always been a breeze from then on choosing black doctors. Um, and also for even like a primary care physician, I just feel that usually they're willing to listen to me when I'm telling them certain things. I've had experiences um, in my adult years with uh, physicians who I felt kind of brushed off certain things when I was telling them um, symptoms that I might have had or things like that and I ended up um, being correct and um, it could have been pre- not necessarily prevented but it should have just been taken more serious I feel and it wasn't um, so yeah just making sure we have um, 
you have a doctor who you feel is listening out for you and again it doesn't have to be a black person you can have whatever kind of doctor you want but just making sure that you have someone who has your best interest in mind that's the most important and that's why I'm bringing it up because now usually when you have a doctor who's of the same you know ethnic background as you and they can understand certain things about you and they're able to recognize certain things that maybe you don't know uh are are telling tales of certain certain diseases or um just you know being able to know based off your family's history certain things to look out for or how you should be dieting um so that's why i feel like it's important to just make sure you have someone who's who's looking out for you um so when it comes to like i said black men in healthcare <laughs> excuse me um it is important to try to um support any black man that you know that is um pursuing a career in healthcare um and knowing that it's a long journey for them um whether they're trying to be a nurse or a nurse practitioner or a physician or a dentist or any type of within healthcare um it's going to be a it's going to be a long and tough road for them but um i know having that support system whether it be family friends or just from the community is important um and it also can just encourage more younger black men to want to be involved um within healthcare because we we could use way more black men in healthcare um for various reasons so actually an article that i read from 2018 by um Nicole Torres it's some facts from there i can read off or that research shows that having a black doctor led black men to receive more effective care um and i feel like this is definitely that can be true because um similar to what i was saying about my own experiences that like when you have a doctor who looks like you and you feel is giving you the real deal and like really looking out for you um and not just kind of brushing over and just like giving you the basics or not or or ignoring certain symptoms that you address then that can just push you to um take care of yourself more um i know that you know say for say, for instance if you have a black doctor and they're telling you you know what like i know we like to eat these type of things but just eating this in moderation or making sure you mix it up with vegetables and this and that that can actually maybe influence a black man um or a black like black patient to you know trust the the doctor more and to follow what their orders are um uh, because they feel like you know another black person's looking out for them i know like a lot of black people we do that we just feel like we look out for each other um so if you feel like your doctor is looking out for you then you might be more likely to actually believe what they're telling you um for your health and to follow those rules um so i just kind of want to before i keep going with that i wanted to backtrack a little bit to a, a, um some information that i have is that black americans have some of the worst health outcomes of any racial group black men have the shortest life expectancies black women have the highest maternal mater- mortality rates black babies have the highest infant mortality rates so 
what this is basically saying is that we as black Americans tend to, I would say, I guess, fall through the cracks when it comes to black healthcare. And it's not entirely on us, um, but we do play a part in it. Um, as black patients, um, we are responsible for making sure that we know what we're supposed to be doing and what our body's supposed to look like or what we're supposed to be feeling when something is not right um, and how to to react to that. What I mean is like, okay, if you know your, if you pay attention to what your family history is like, say, okay, I know that my grandfather had diabetes, my dad had diabetes, so there's a likelihood that I can have it too. So I have to make sure when I'm, especially as I get older, making sure I'm eating right and making sure I'm staying healthy, I'm staying, I'm working out, exercising, not um, consuming a lot of sugar, um, and making sure I am staying on um, not just my sugar levels, making sure I'm drinking a lot of water, making sure that I'm eating enough vegetables, um, just all around taking care of myself. Um, that is still your responsibility. Not saying that you should heavily depend on the doctor, you still have to do your own thing too. Um, when it's saying black women have the highest maternally, maternal mat- mortality rates, I can't talk to you. Um, then that's important for black women to make sure that, okay, when you, whether even before you get pregnant, making sure you know what you need to do for your body to prepare for the pregnancy, how to take care of yourself throughout the pregnancy, certain things to look out for that may be a sign of something going wrong, um, but also even knowing what to expect during your delivery and knowing when to, you know, call people out or call the doctors out and say, hey, this is not right. This is what you need to do. Um, Just because it's not your job, quote unquote, your job is to take care of yourself and to make sure that you survive. So you can't depend on someone else to, to do that, even if it is their job. I guess that's my point is that we as black people need to make sure that we understand healthcare as well and what our what our bodies are supposed to be doing, what we're supposed to be feeling when certain things are not right, how to check for certain things, whether it be um, breast exams, you can do your own breast exams at home. Um, black men, I believe you can <clears throat> you can check your own uh, you can check your own scrotum, I believe. Um, to just make sure that, you know, if, if there's any issues there, um, checking your breasts as well. Black men can get, you know, men in general can get breast cancer. It's not just a woman's issue. Um, so just making sure that there's no, you know, uncommon lumps or anything that's going on. Um, and, um, but also just, you know you making sure like i said you know your family's history so that that's another way to kind of alert yourself on certain things and when things are not making sense or something's not feeling right knowing when to to get yourself checked out um so research also shows that black patients have the highest rates of stroke and hypertension and black men have the lowest life expectancy, 4.5 fewer fewer years than white men. 
So, um, to say about that is that having the highest rate of stroke and hypertension um, makes a lot of sense. I mean, being black in America, or just black in general, we go through a lot of things in society that does affect um, our heart and the stress. You know, stress can really, um, can lead to a stroke. It can lead to hypertension. It can lead to just you, your body slowly deteriorating um, and knowing how to take care of yourself, um, how to eat right, exercise, um, meditate, um, learning how to deal with certain issues, um, the best way that can keep you safe is important and essential. Um, so I guess some ways that I would suggest, uh, for black men and Black men and women, but I, I want to, again, focus on black men um, to take care of themselves and to kind of jump the gun on um, preventing yourselves from potentially becoming sick or getting or becoming unhealthy. Um, diet, exercise, making sure you take get go for your annual exams. It's not just something that you wait till you're like in your 50s to do, because I know a lot of black men, older men, um, or just black men in general, they don't go to the doctor every year like they're supposed to. You should be getting your annuals. Um, it's annoying. I don't like doing it either, but it's <clears throat> it can definitely prevent uh, you from potentially becoming more sick if there's something underlying that you might not have symptoms of. You know, um, blood work is important because it can pick up on things. Um, and just the doctor, like I said, the doctors will be able to know certain things that might alert them that you found normal or you just like oh that's just a I thought it was just a lump or something I bumped my some you know I bumped something but it could be really a serious issue um so definitely please go get your annual exams please 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 um know your family history ask your parents your grandparents um I know for myself I didn't even know that um diabetes but something else I'm sorry my brain is slipping some other type of um, disease I am prone to having because my grandmother um, is prone to have it as well so it's like a family history thing but I wouldn't have known that um, if I didn't ask and for so long you know how when you fill up those papers when, they, when you go to your doctor's appointment and they're asking, do you have a history of this and this and that or whatever? Usually I would just put no because I'm like, uh, not that I know of because no one ever told me. But sometimes it's just important to ask as well. Because, um, you know, my grandmother might have it, maybe my mom never asked her. And so she didn't know. So she never, maybe she didn't tell me. And then, you know, so it's kind of like breaking that, breaking that barrier and just making sure, you know, at the end of the day, you know what you're prone to and what, what's in your DNA, what's in your history. Um, smoking and drinking. I would say definitely, like, if you feel like you, you know, that's something that you want to do, just try to do it in moderation and making sure that you are still taking care of yourself. Um, it's very, very important. And 
see, I would say also sexual health is definitely important. Um, making sure you're getting tested, uh, making sure you're using protection, protecting yourself, and um, just knowing certain symptoms to look out for for yourself. Um, and again, thing everything doesn't always have a symptom, so just being more cautious is a way to help yourself. You don't want to wait till it's too late. Um, it's better to be cautious, definitely, um, for sexual health and just health in general. Um, so yeah, I feel that black black health care is a topic that is not really discussed. Um, I remember. Uh, I mean, even what I'm learning right now, I'm learning about healthcare administration. Um, and I feel that we kind of just touch the surface on things. We don't really go into depth about this race versus this race and what to look out for in this person. And I know like within healthcare, when you're going for nursing or your, you know, medical degree, then you're probably going to learn more about, um, different races and how different races, um, certain things might show up in this person versus that um but I think it's something that should just be taught in general um even in school um like high school um making sure you know what things to look out for and how to properly care for yourself I know right now a big thing is diet and exercise a lot of people are really getting on that I feel like um the younger generations um are definitely like we're I wouldn't say health crazy but we definitely like we're all about going to the gym and we're about smoothies and we're about eating healthy um and vitamins and stuff and that's great because you know that can create a, a longer life expectancy um who wouldn't want to live longer and making sure you're ensuring that you're gonna give your kids and your future a fair shot um you want to be in your your best health when you're ready to uh, reproduce you want to make sure you're in your best health because not only physically being healthy is important but that it all ties in with the physical mental spiritual health it all ties together um taking care of yourself in one aspect is not it's not the, the only thing that you should be doing you should be tying it all together and the more you take care of yourself physically the better you're going to feel mentally which is also going to stimulate you spiritually um and emotionally so just making sure i know that there's a lot that goes on in everyone's life day to day but making sure that you take the time to take care of yourself and to know what to look for um, if things may potentially be going wrong um, and just knowing how um, important it is for your health. You know, your health is your is very important. It's a life or death situation, literally. Um, it could, the way you, the way you live your life and take care of your body you only get one body um the way you take care of yourself is going to determine how you are in the future as you get older um so just having those instilling those practices in yourself now to take care of yourself and make sure you're eating right and exercising and going to your your visits um drinking and smoking if you want to in moderation or just you know, just being making making more healthier choices is very important.
very very important um so yeah so i would definitely um when i'm gonna expand i just want to give a brief info on this topic because again i do plan on having an interview um where i'm gonna get some more insight from someone else um who is gonna uh be able to to share his experience within healthcare as a as a nursing student and he's currently working in uh, healthcare he's actually one of the people like probably right now like who's just you know dealing with um this whole coronavirus and how he's an essential employee and what that means and within his job and uh just want to get like his day-to-day experience um, but also just the experience in school um, and what he plans to do with um, his future degree um, and what he's gonna what his plans are career-wise in healthcare and how he feels um, not only just career-wise but personally with you know having a doctor going to the doctor and as he's gotten older what has his experience been and what um, he feels that healthcare needs um, from the black man's perspective and as a black man working in healthcare but also <clears throat> just experiencing healthcare what it what exactly that really means um, so yeah um, definitely plan to have that interview next week looking forward to that um, I want to thank you for tuning in please remember take care of yourselves um, you know coronavirus is serious out here um, making sure if you have any symptoms to so just get it checked out it's better to just check and be sure um, so yeah I'm gonna close that out now I hope you guys have a great night a good week um, take care of yourselves and don't forget you can email me um, at blackhippielounge at gmail.com follow me on Instagram it's at blackhippielounge um, follow me on Twitter at Black Hippie Lounge. Um, yeah, so I just thank you for tuning in and listening. Um, and please, if you have any questions or any suggestions for topics, or you want to be a guest, you may have something that you want to talk about. Um, please, please, please uh, message me. Let me know. I, w- I would love to connect with people. Um, and don't forget, meditate, manifest, invest in you. Have a great night.